0: Okay, before we get started today, I'd like to make a quick announcement. Over the last several years, I have spent a lot of time working with investors just like you, investors who have started their business, got it off the ground, got a little bit of momentum, but just don't know how to scale up from there. They don't know how to take a small business doing a deal here and there and really systemize it and scale it up in a profitable way. I have been helping people for so many years do exactly that. I did it in my own business first, and then I helped other people replicate that success in their business. And my announcement to you is that I am ready to help you do the exact same thing right now. I have developed a program that's called the Seven Figure investor blueprint and it's called that because I want to take you from wherever you are in your business right now and help you ramp it up into a seven-figure profit business you can do this I know you've told yourself that you want to do it and for whatever reason it's just not working out but I want to teach you things like how to market to find the best deals how to analyze those deals how to negotiate with sellers and wholesalers to get the best possible deals how to get those deals funded, whether it's private funding, hard money lending, whatever. I wanna help you understand the best way for you to fund those deals and then how to structure those deals for maximum profit. And then finally, how to build a team around you. You don't have to do everything in your business. And in fact, you shouldn't be doing everything. I don't do everything in my business and it runs really, really well. In fact, it runs better when I'm not trying to do everything. And I wanna teach you exactly how to do that. All you have to do, if this sounds interesting to you, if this sounds like something that you must do in 2022 to reach your goals, go to sevenfigureinvestor.com. That's the word seven, seven, sevenfigureinvestor.com. Sign up. I want to help you this year achieve all of your business goals, but you have to go and sign up first. It's seven, the word seven, figureinvestor.com. I cannot wait to see you inside the program. We are going to do great things this year.
1: we do everything from beds to linens to i i basically do it like it's an airbnb i mean i even stock cleaners toilet paper everything
0: you're listening to the just start real estate podcast if you are serious about your real estate investing business and need real answers you are in the right
1: place and now your host mike simmons
0: all right. Thank you for joining me on Just Our Real Estate. I appreciate you being here. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know you could be doing a lot of other things. There's so many places and people and podcasts and things that they're pulling all your attention. And I'm happy that you chose to be here. I've got a really fun show for you today. I'm interviewing Nate and Riley Eccles. Uh, they are friends of mine, people that I've known now for about three or four years. And just a cool story. They're just really, really fun people. They have uh, just had a lot of success. They've been on stage in front of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people telling their story. They've been interviewed on several podcasts. I guess I found out during the interview that Riley's actually been featured in a featured in a magazine. Like just really good story really fun if you've got kids uh you just you really this hits home and it does for me i've got daughters and so i totally identify with nate and what he's doing and and i just think it's such a cool thing i always say i wish i'd done it sooner uh i do have a daughter that is in real estate and we are working together now but we didn't start as early as they did but we're doing it and it's so much fun and i just think it's a fun story for everyone to hear so i hope you guys really really enjoy this and it's really inspiring i think uh about what it means and what it takes and why it's important to like get your kids involved in what you're doing, especially when it's something as good and healthy and helpful and, and potentially life altering for them as entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurship or real estate or just getting them involved in, in this kind of thing. It's just so important and so cool. So anyways, without any further delay, I give you Nate and Riley Eccles. All right, guys. Thank you for being on Just Start Real Estate. I appreciate it. Nate and Riley, first time on the show. uh, But we have a long history together. And we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, thank you again for doing this. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Um, So I know we were working a little bit around Riley's sports and stuff like that. It's awesome. And that's another reason why we kind of joked around off off, uh, air about You know, trying to get this set up and stuff and how I normally... uh, I have this podcast. My podcast window is usually early afternoon to mid-afternoon at the latest. Um, But I think that's honestly one of the reasons you guys are awesome. But the other reason why I'm so willing to go around your schedule is because I love that you're playing sports, Um, Riley. I think it's huge. Uh, I, I think it does so much for young people, for young adults. And I'm a huge fan of that. So... That's awesome. I'm glad you do that. What what exact what sports do you do exactly?
2: So I'm in wrestling right now, and I joined the first girls wrestling team at my school because it got sanctioned. So cool. And um, yeah, I've been. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure to be doing it.
0: That's awesome. That's so cool. Now do you, it's all all girls team. Do you wrestle only girls on the other teams, or? Do other schools, you just have to wrestle their wrestling team. How does that work?
2: No, we wrestle, uh, since it's sanctioned, we now do wrestling against girls, like all girls. Okay, okay. But if you joined the wrestling team years before this, then you would have to um, wrestle with the guys if you were a girl. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Because we have a few people on our team. We have two girls that wrestled um, with boys. Yeah. yeah.
0: Are they? I mean, so, all right. First of all, do you enjoy it? Is this your first year wrestling? Yes. Okay. And you love it? Do you like it?
2: I do love it. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. That's so cool. What Do you play any other sports or is this wrestling is what you do?
2: Uh, no, I used to do track. I did track last year. Okay. And then um, I played basketball, but I mean, I don't know. Dad's kind of sad I don't play basketball anymore, but
1: <laughs> she played I, basketball for like ten years.
0: Oh, <laughs> I know I got sad too when my daughter stopped playing softball. She played for like five years, and I was like so bummed when she stopped. Yeah,
2: Dad can relate.
0: All right, so real quick, nobody cares about this but me. Uh, nobody in the audience. Your dad cares, but in, in track, I, I loved track. I ran track as a kid in high school and junior high or middle school. What do you? What, what What were your events? Uh, one
2: hundred, two hundred, and then at the end I went to four hundred.
0: One, the two, and the four. Ooh, that's big. People who run the 100 usually don't run the 400. That's a, that race is, that is, to me, that's the worst, like worst in terms of how hard it is, the 400 to me, right? Because you get past the 400, nobody expects you to sprint the entire thing, but they kind of expect you to sprint the entire 400, which is, really hard to do. I actually remember when they were doing time trials when I was in high school, they wanted all the sprinters to also do the 400. They wanted us to time trial the 400, right? They want to see if anybody was good. And I remember specifically thinking like, I don't care if I do bad in the 400. <laughs> I want them to think, and I was bad at the 400, frankly, but I, I wasn't even trying hard because that that race just scared me. It was scary. It was nuts. I think
1: that actually ended up being like her best of that. Oh, no kidding. Just
0: because,
1: like, that it's that tweener. Yeah. It fit her stamina and build.
0: It's so true. It's funny. It's usually the people who run that can't really do well in the longer races. They can't, they're just not, they don't have that. And they're not quite hitting the 100 times. It's like usually 200 and 400, there's some crossover there a little bit. But, anyways, we're going deep. I, I just, the 400 always, I just remember that being the scariest, hardest race that I never wanted to to sub anybody. I never wanted to do it in practice. It's just a little bit past what I felt like I could possibly sprint. So anyway. Um, All right. So you guys are a father and daughter real estate team, which is like the coolest thing in the world. I have two daughters. Um, One of them not really so much into real estate at all. Um, The other one very much into it. And so... We started much later in the game. We started working together when she was about 24. Um, but we're still doing stuff together. We're buying short-term rentals together. And it's just like, um, you know, Nate, from your perspective, that's my perspective, right? Because I'm the dad. It's so cool. Like how great. I just, ah, oh, I wish I would have started younger and I wish I would have worked with my daughter younger because she would have been totally into it. Honestly, I didn't get into real estate until I was in my late 30s. So I didn't even get into that, that early. But... Um for the, for the folks listening who don't know your story deeply tell me a little bit about that the beginning part of it where you got where you realized that Riley was into it I know you kind of brought her along with you but can you talk a little bit about how you made that happen cuz I'm sure there's people listening thinking I want to get my daughter involved in my business or I want to get my son involved like how did you manage that
1: Yeah sure so uh it started um when my ex wife was pregnant. I got my first rental. Um, basically, we closed on it right after Riley was born. Okay. And so I've been a landlord her whole life. And I started taking her to projects, uh, sometimes out of necessity, mm-hmm. um, other times, you know, just so I could spend some time with her because I was swaying the hammer, I was, mm. you know, doing all the repairs and whatnot. And you know that takes you away from everything. Yeah. So you have to find ways to bring the family to you if you can't be with them. And yep. so, you know, a lot of times uh, she'd be down at a property and um, when she got a little bit older, I mean like three or four, you know, we would start letting her actually do things like uh, um, stick her in the basement and let her paint walls or something just wow. so she keep occupied. like, Like
0: literally at four, like that age, you were doing like, that?
1: As wow. soon as she was asking to do stuff. Wow. Yeah, um, I mean, I can remember, uh, you know, maybe she can remember more than I can, but like, uh, you know, I was mowing these properties and whatnot. So I'd just be like, okay, go out there in the yard, pick up sticks, like, you know, whatever, whatever she could do. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and I didn't, I didn't care how, how good it was. I told you, I I put her in the basement to paint because I was going to go over it with a roller when she was done anyway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now
0: from, from your perspective, Riley, I don't know how much of that you remember, but what do, what are your earliest memories of working with your dad in these houses?
2: Yeah, uh, it was basically what he said, um, the painting walls, painting over them. I actually didn't know that he did that until a few years ago when he told me that. <laughs> and um, uh, I remember basically going to these houses, making little games up. Also, um, my mom would buy us, like, Taco Bell and stuff, which is the fastest, like, fast food that we could get. Oh, yeah. We could all, like, help around the houses and stuff. So, that was was really fun.
0: That's awesome.
2: He would also name these houses so that I would remember them because, obviously, I'm not going to remember, like, a house's (laughs) address (laughs) other than, like, Taco Bell house. This is the house where we ate the most Taco Bell, whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That is so cool. You know what? And this is where I look back and go, this is why, Nate, you're such a good dad. I I remember, I didn't bring my kids to the the houses that I was flipping and stuff. But prior to being in real estate, I would get my daughters outside to help me with yard work and stuff. And I would... I would be such like a perfectionist that I would end up being mad at like how they were sweeping the driveway. And my daughters remember one time famously, I took the broom and threw it across the yard. I was so mad that they were doing it poorly. So anyways, kudos that you didn't mind how she was doing it because you were going to go back and fix it or whatever, like the yard and stuff like that. Um, but that that's, it's just really cool. And I get you, it's sometimes it's necessity. Uh, honestly, you just want to be there with them. And um, so when did you know that, it was more than Riley just going and just hanging out with dad and you hand her a brush and she's painting. Cause you, she wanted like where it became less of a game and where you started to think she actually kind of, I think she kind of likes this.
1: Yeah. So I would say she might answer differently. Fifth but grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I guess laughs> when she, she knows exactly. Yeah. Um, I, to me, it was when uh, I decided um, to go to flip hacking live and we had been listening to podcasts together. And so, like, I realized that she was picking up on stuff in the podcast. And uh, <laughs> when I said I was going to Flip Hacking Live and she wanted to go, um, and then she was like pleading her case why she should go, um, uh, that's when I realized, oh, she's kind of getting something out of this. And that was uh, right about the time I started flipping. Um, yeah. Because it had just been doing uh long-term rentals
0: okay gotcha and then riley from your the best of your knowledge which it sounds like you remember distinctly it was fifth grade what what made it more than just something you tagged along and did like what what was it that you liked about it so much
2: well because i would always connect with like everyone he'd listen to on podcasts and stuff because he was listening to people who are making like millions of dollars a year and i just kind of was like huh maybe this is more interesting than just going and doing like handyman type stuff and actually like listening to what they all have to say. And so when I was listening to podcasts with like Justin, for example, I would be like, Oh my gosh, dad, can I go? Because I want to meet Justin. How did he do it?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That That's so cool that, that it actually got, because I remember my, my, my daughters, even the one that's very into like real estate and flipping and making money. And she's very entrepreneurial she was not as a kid, like she had zero interest in what I was doing, like none, so I think it's just really cool that it just it attracted you so early. So what do your friends think of this? They must obviously know at this point that you're into it like what do they think is just weird and weird but or what do they think about it
2: um actually I didn't tell my friends until like a little like maybe a year ago because that's when I started like getting like. More involved in with all this stuff, as yeah. in like on podcasts, being speaking on stage, uh, being in a magazine, like all that stuff. And they're like, "Wow, I'm pretty curious. What What do you have to do? What is this all about?" And so, yeah, um, they all think it's pretty crazy, and that they kind of want to do it now because I'm, <laughs> I'm really into it.
0: That's awesome, and you guys have been on stage. You've been at Packing Live. I, I didn't know about the magazine. What magazine? When you went, were you in?
2: Oh, we were just in. Uh, so we are living in Omaha. For people who don't know, and uh, one of the magazine or someone from our RIA group, mm-hmm. uh, they referred me to a magazine for youth. Okay, and so I'm just in like a little segment. In
0: there. That's awesome. So cool. All right. So you started off as landlords. I know mostly you, Nate, but you guys were landlords and you went to flipping. How, what does your business look like now? Like what, what is it that you guys are focused on right now? And what, what's the kind of scope and what, what's the plan?
1: So over the last year or so, um, we've kind of transitioned. Um, we picked up uh, our first midterm rental. Um I'm not going to call it full on short term but it is furnished um we're okay. we're looking more at like traveling nurses, business executives, things like that. Um 30 days or longer stays, uh furnished and uh that's the direction I want to move the business. Um it's definitely more profitable than long term rentals mm-hmm. uh but it is more work. Um and you get to kind of see you get to keep the fruits of your labor like I enjoyed flipping because, you know, you get the, you, you get to make something look awesome and then boom, you get your paycheck. But the problem was then the house is gone, you know? And I, I'm more, I'm more about the, you know, trying to acquire wealth than just cash. So, um, we're not flipping as much now we're, we're trying to hold more. Okay. Um, and the goal for this year is about these furnished rentals. So I'm trying to look for stuff in the right market, right areas of town and whatnot. Cause, um, I've got some long terms as the leases come up, I'm looking at converting them over, gotcha. uh, on on which neighborhoods they're in. Um, cause some of the stuff I have doesn't make sense for furnished, but mm. the stuff that does, I feel like, um, now is the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so been what,
0: what makes you decide short uh mid, mid, no let me try to get my words out what makes you decide like midterm versus short term like what what is the decision there
1: we haven't done short term yet.
0: Oh, okay okay so
1: that's that's the reasoning um i you know i if you know uh chad and ashley whitaker they're trying to push me to make it all short term <laughs> so, yeah that sounds like
0: um, them yeah
1: they're like well you've already you've already uh furnished it and whatnot. And, yeah. and I'm like, ah, but it's all this extra work. And they're like, you know what? You're just, you're just acting scared. Just do it.
0: <laughs> so from let's just take one of them that you have converted from long term to sh- to midterm. Wh- what does that look like? Uh, what is the economics of that? Uh, what were you renting it for long term? What are you able to rent it for now? And what are the additional what's the additional work involved to handle a midterm?
1: Sure. So like uh, we've got one that is a long term Uh, would rent at 1600 a month. Um, and we had, we had done a full rehab on it and, uh, it takes about for us, it's about $10,000 worth of furniture and fixtures, uh, not including appliances. (coughs) Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we do everything from beds to linens to, I, I basically do it like it's an Airbnb. I mean, mm-hmm. I even stock cleaners, toilet paper, everything. Okay. Uh, I don't restock that stuff if I've got uh, midterm people, but at least it's there when they move in. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you have to pay utilities, wifi, um, and for, uh, lawn service. And for us in the North, you got to worry about snow also. Yeah. So, um, for us, it's about another Six hundred uh, another five to six hundred dollars in expense every month. okay. We're renting for twenty seven hundred a month. Really so It's another nine hundred dollars a month with another five to six hundred in expense. So gotcha. It's probably another four hundred in profit.
0: Gotcha. And you're renting? Is it mostly nurses, like traveling nurses? Is that the kind so of the far. goal? Yeah,
1: yeah, so far. Okay. Um, I'm looking. I've I've reached out for like uh, uh, insurance for flood and fire uh, victims. Yeah. You know, their house is destroyed. They need a place to go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking into that. Um, but uh, you know, because obviously, just like anything, the more options you have, the better.
0: Sure. 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 How did you? So, how are you finding nurses? Is there a directory? Or is there some place you go? A marketplace for that?
1: So, there's an app called Furnish Finder, mm-hmm. and basically, uh, it's like Airbnb for traveling nurses.
0: Oh, and okay.
1: So you can list on there, and they're looking for you on there, and yeah. uh, you can see what your competition has and and whatnot. And the nurses, they're 13 week contracts, and then if you get lucky, like we just did. Um, our nurse extended for another 13 weeks. So basically, now I've got the same tenant for six months at, yeah, you know, an extra $900 a month compared to a long-term, That's which, awesome. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. six
1: months versus a year and we don't have to go in and do anything, you know, for half the year.
0: So. How long have you been doing that? How long have you been renting to nurses?
1: We just started okay. uh, last year.
0: It so, seems like, just intuitively, it seems like, it's a good situation because these nurses are working crazy hours, you know, Ooh. and and they're traveling nurses. So I would assume that means they're not bringing family with them. So,
1: ironically, Riley, you can tell the story. Yeah, let's hear it.
2: More. Oh well, I mean, yeah, we actually have a traveling nurse that brought her family.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So we, have a, we have a three bedroom, which I wasn't sure how well that would work because typically nurses travel like in pairs or single. Yeah. And so a three bedroom might be hard to rent. Well, we had a nurse bring her husband and two kids. And so they were like, Oh, this is great because we can't normally, they were coming out of hotel. Uh, they were staying in hotels for okay. Weeks in a gotcha. single room, the whole family. Gotcha. That's so awesome. What we had was great.
0: Yeah, and it's like, again, what I was getting at was it, it's it normally it would seem like they travel by themselves or whatever with another nurse, but it seems like the wear and tear on the house, I guess, is where I was driving toward would be less of a concern with that type of person who's renting it, right?
1: Yeah. Our our the way we look at it is they treat it more like a hotel, like yeah. in the like they're not there that much. You know, now ours is a little different with the whole family, but yeah. Yeah. The idea was that we didn't think we'd experience as much wear and tear as we do on our long terms.
0: Yeah. Are most of these, like you went to this directory, I think you said it was called furnish finder. Is that right? Um, You go to this directory and you look at competition. Are most houses that are being rented to nurses, one, two bedrooms, or are there a lot of three bedrooms?
1: No, most of them are one and two bedrooms. Okay. That's what
0: I would have assumed.
1: I mean, ours was the most expensive one in Omaha. Okay. And we got it rented with no problem.
0: Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. So that's kind of we're the direction.
1: one at that time that we listed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. And so you furnish it like a short-term rental and that's kind of the direction you're going, um, Riley, what's your what's your role in this? What do you do?
2: So basically when we were doing the house, I got to help go to the store and pick out like some of the decor and stuff. In like the colors of certain things because i remember we spent a whole day <laughs> at a furniture place and we had to match colors and stuff for like the chair and the couch because they were gonna be next to each other yeah. and just figuring out how big we want this space to look like you know yeah. um so it was a lot of that and then i also had to make a checklist for since this was our very first one very first furniture rental. We had to, I had to make a checklist for um, everything that we would need and then make a checklist of everything that we should have put in there that we forgot of and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So that We can make it into a process.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. My gosh. It took me six years to figure that out when I was flipping houses. I just I, there was no process at all. So that's that's super smart. So do you have just one right now? One of those rentals that you're renting to nurses? Yeah. What's so what's the goal? What do you guys What what do you I and mean, I know things evolve, so I get it. I could interview you in a year. Goals have changed, but what are they right now?
1: So right now my goal is I would like to either acquire or change over um to have a total of seven. So I'd like to acquire six this year Mm -hmm. or change over long terms into furnished. Gotcha. Um, I'd like to be at seven by the end of the year. Um, and then, uh, if I can get to seven by the end of the year, then I then I have to make some decisions about my life and what Maybe I want to do. Quit
2: his job. <laughs> that's,
0: this feels like a Groundhog Day a little bit. We I think we've been trying to convince you to do this for a while, so that's good. That's that's awesome. Good, get to well, seven. This,
1: this came out of a uh, a hot seat session. Yeah, uh, in yeah. Nashville. So um, that that became the goal and. And now I'm nice. trying to make it happen. So.
0: Are you totally like removing your focus from flips or is that still like, Hey, we'll still flip here and there.
1: We're still, so we're actually, uh, we've got one under contract right now that we're um, finishing up, but it, actually it's more of like, I'm going to call it a heavy whole tail. Okay. Um, I'm not really looking. I'm not really looking to flip. Yeah. Um, banks are giving away money so cheap that you can burr almost anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I totally agree with that. Is that what you're doing? Are you burying them? Is that how you're financing? And okay,
1: yeah. Uh, so, like, we will buy them either, um, either cash, hard money, or if we've got, uh, uh, depending, we've got some local banks that'll just loan to us right out of the gate.
0: Really, uh, yeah. because of relationships, or just they're just doing it for anybody?
1: No, just relationships. Yeah, relationships. For, Good. Like they don't they don't make us wait and season it. Yeah. So oh. we can we can basically. Uh, just roll right into the bank loan. Right
0: That's out awesome. Like, so smart. Relationships are so important in this business. It just it really can make such a difference. So uh, let's we'll kind of wrap up here. But Riley, tell me, like, if there are, <laughs> I say kids. I know you're not like a kid kid anymore, but like younger people under the age of 21 listening to this, um, why should they? care. Like there's so many other things you could be doing with your time. Like when you when you are I know you're doing a lot of kids stuff too, but when you're spending time in real estate and you're on stage and you're at flip packing life, like why? Why not just stay home and chill? Like why even bother?
2: Well I mean I feel like if you focus on this, I I personally really love real estate because I've seen the outcomes that come from it. And I feel that if you start from a younger age, it's going to be easier as time goes on, especially since I've been involved with all this stuff. Like, it's just, I think it's just an easier path. I, I, it's not an easy path, because there are, I've seen so much that could go wrong. Yeah. But I'm just saying that um, I just think it's really important that kids younger than 21 should think about this stuff.
0: So. Yeah, I totally agree. It to me it seems like like solving a Rubik's cube trying to like it's it, you can tell people your age like your dad can tell people your age like you really should pay attention like it's but you you ha- there has to be something inside of you that is receptive to that and I that's why um I just always go back to you guys in in Riley you specifically so amazing to me because it's hard as a younger person to prioritize making money and learning a skill and like building a business. Like there's so many other things that you could be focused on. And nowadays, like, you know, there's just like a million things that are trying to get your attention. And uh, the fact that you're even thinking about this, like you are light years, light years ahead of 99.9999999% 99.9999999% of the kids your age, just light years ahead of them. You'll, you'll lap them. It'll be crazy. Yeah. And so I think it's just really cool. I'm so glad that you are interested and involved and that you get it. Like this is something that can like, yeah, you're spending some time and maybe you're sacrificing a little bit of like things that kids do, but you're ensuring that the rest of your life is more than likely going to be so much easier and enjoyable and you'll be able to spend time with your kids someday and like just all the things that people know when they get older is important you already kind of know it and that's just huge like so impressive to me so great job to you Riley hats off to you Nate that's a a great job as a father like just so awesome and it's just not easy it's not easy to navigate all these waters because all the things that happen to kids I guarantee are happening to you Riley too so you're navigating a bunch of life stuff and your dad has to navigate it's just Anyways, I'm, I'm super impressed. I love you guys. So, uh, Nate, what would you say to folks listening who go, "I want my kid to be like, I want my kid to be in real. I want. Why won't she listen? Why won't she come with me? Why won't he come with me? What, what, what is your advice?
1: You know, I I've made the joke that you know she's still she's still a regular teenager at times, but a lot of it comes down to you, you have to expose them as early as you can because if I waited until she was 15, I don't think she'd have wanted right. to be involved. Yeah. But because I started when she was a kid, it made it a lot easier because it just was part of it was just part of who we were, part of life. Yeah. And so she, you know, just took to it, uh, like, you know, fish and water. Yeah.
0: So I totally uh, agree with that. I, I do think early immersion is important because it's like just she, Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're totally right about that. Yeah. Yeah, try so. to get her to speak Chinese right now be a lot harder than if she grew up in China, right? So yeah. um that's awesome. Well, listen, guys, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're super busy. You guys have a schedule that's hectic, and and so thanks for k- keep working with me and trying to figure this out because it was super important to get you guys on here and talk to you. Just I think you're you're amazing. I love both you guys. Good people, and uh, I just wish you guys nothing but luck. I want you to get those seven midterm rentals by the end of the year because I, at the beginning of next year, I want to be able to walk up and go. So did you quit yet, or what's happening?
2: So- I'll tell him to quit his job on stage. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that'd be epic to do it at flip Hacking live. So
1: <laughs> well, yeah. you should see what, what she's doing right now to help this, uh, help with our marketing efforts.
2: Goal. Yeah. So basically, um, we, Von Bethel's speech kind of impacted us a lot. And I started contacting a few of my friends because we're going to set up a driving for dollars. Um, like, just so, Army. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and um, since That's... I can't drive yet, uh, I asked them because they're all 16. So we'll see where that takes us. mean nice. I, I hope it will make our business grow
0: a lot <laughs> so you guys gonna you're all gonna have deal ma- or no, deal machine is the deal machine is that what it's called what's it yeah, called deal machine. Yeah. yeah deal machine right i'm just for a minute it didn't sound right when it came out of my lips yeah deal machine have everybody just like oh that's so sweet that's awesome yeah, yeah that 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 um presentation by um vaughn was awesome too very cool it, it impacted me too so yeah that's awesome gosh you guys you're just gonna crush it you guys are so fun i love you guys um are you going yeah. by the way are you going to uh cancun this year or no
1: I will be, but she has school, so she will not be. <laughs> Sorry. <All
0: right. laughs> There'll be lots of videos. We'll get you there in a few years. We got to get you out of That's school. It's
2: an experience, though.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Well, listen, just keep crushing it, and you can go to Cancun anytime you want when you get a little bit older and get out of school. That's right. Go Uh, yeah (laughs) there you go there you go that's not a horrible idea either well listen we're gonna miss you and i can't wait to see you there nate it's gonna be a blast and we'll be building some houses for folks and doing some good stuff so thanks again you guys i appreciate you taking the time and i will be talking to you soon all right bye thank you bye all right that was a lot of fun i've known uh nate and riley for about uh, three or four years now i think and i'm just so impressed with them it's such a fun story and they're just cool people and, and really fun people. And uh, I just think it's amazing. And having daughters myself, I get what it what it means to, to Nate to have Riley involved. And uh, just so many life lessons that Riley's learning. As she goes through this process, and it just insanely, insanely good for her, I think, uh, to learn those lessons and to build a skill that will help her make her life a lot easier, I think, down the road. So, if you have kids and you want to get them involved in your business, take Nate's advice, get them inv- involved early and often, and be patient with them, and answer their questions, and and just immerse them in that environment. And I think. it'll pay dividends for them and for you in your relationship for years to come. So go out there and make it happen. Get your kids involved. Do it now. They will thank you later. All right. We'll see you next time.